Welcome back to another episode of Auto Week's Quick Spin, the podcast where we get into the essence of the automobile today. We are talking about the 2020 Porsche 911 Cabriolet, driven by one Patrick Carone. That's right, Patrick's joining us today in the studio. You can take a look at this Porsche uh, on our Instagram page. That's at AutoWeekUSA. Feel free to drop a note. Let us know what you think about it. More importantly, we're going to hear all of Patrick's tales of driving this Porsche around and what makes it such a darn good car. But before that, we have to pay the bills. Video chats with racing icons, car designers, Michelin star chefs, and movie directors. You bet your Zoom. Introducing RT, a new automotive lifestyle brand by Roden Track. Join today and receive the Collector's Edition magazine, access to events, perks, promotions, and so much more. To join the club and live the drive, visit rodentrack.com forward slash join. That's R O A D A N D T R A C K dot C O M forward slash J O I N. Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcast Store or wherever you get this bad boy to drop a review. Give us those five stars. Let us know how we're doing and what you think about the show. If I see it, well, I'll give you a little shout out. But without any further ado, Patrick, tell us about this Porsche. Oh, what could I tell you about this wonderful, wonderful Porsche that I had this weekend? I, you know, I want to say something right off the bat. I know that you're supposed to pronounce it Porsche, but I just can't do it. I feel like I'm being pretentious. I feel like I'm being douchey. I mean, is that strange that I feel that way? All I'm going to say is, uh, you're my boss, and you can feel however you want to feel. I support it. <laughs> but you're a Porsche guy, because that's just correct. Uh, yeah, but I... Uh, this is a little of a tangent. I am one of those snobs that pronounces, like, uh, German companies... Like, I try to pronounce them correctly. Like, right. uh, like the screwdriver manufacturer, Vera. W-E-R-A. I pronounce it Vera. I'm not proud of this. But yeah, so I think your point stands. Of the people that uh, emphasize the Porsche on or the uh, on Porsche, they're like me. And who knows? I don't know. It's like it's like saying like a gyro. Like I know it's supposed to be hero. Like that's the way you're supposed to say it. But I'm going to say gyro. That's how I'm going to say it, Wesley. Well, sorry, Mr. Crone. Point counterpoint. If you're talking about a BMX bicycle, it is a gyro. <laughs> well, well taken. That point. Um, anyway, the car was incredible. It was fantastic. It's definitely one of the best cars I've ever driven. I'll say that right off the bat. It's pretty much perfect. Now, to bring the listeners up to speed, this is a 992 911 cab, which I think the Cabrio is the only one I haven't seen in person. Yeah, I mean, it's still gorgeous. You know, when the top's up, it's not as, you know, pretty and well-balanced and doesn't look quite as 911-y as you know you would you would think but when the top is down it looks great and if you've got a cabrio 911 the top should be down and patrick you took this on a little bit of a road trip as far as i understand yes uh my wife and i we drove up from new york city to the berkshires up in vermont another place i don't know if it's berkshires berkshires berkshire like from Lord of the Rings. Anyway, we went up there um, and it was it's like a nice, uh, beautiful drive, lots of uh, pretty sweet roads, very little traffic. So it was really a place where you can have some fun with this thing. But whenever you're going anywhere, sometimes, at least or in some cases for the geographically challenged all the time, in my case, you punch stuff into the GPS and you tried out the Porsche's navigation system. I did. Which you so dutifully recorded. And we're going to go to that... <laughs> right now right off the bat i love the uh nav system you type in the address and as you go from state 
to city to street to address the map on the side closes in on your destination awesome also very intuitive very important now, Patrick, that's a minor thing that automakers used to overlook as like a problem, like just a horrific lack of user interface with the GPS. And it seems like Porsche has not ignored this. No, they have not. It really is easy to use, which is obviously the most important thing. But it just has that like, it's very rare these days that you get into a car and the technology gives you that like kind of James Bond feeling like, oh, this is actually really cool what's going on here. Um, and it totally did that for me. And it also has that, I know it's nothing new. And it, uh, I remember Cadillac had this a while ago, but like as you approach the uh, infotainment system, it like senses that you're near and then like a bunch of like menu items come up. I mean, it's it's still pretty cool. I think I saw that movie. It's called Minority Report. Um, <laughs> but that is extremely cool. And that kind of uh, predictive approach, it does say something about the car company. It really it shows that they kind of care what the consumers are going to do with the car. No, absolutely. I mean, inside the whole thing is like perfectly like the ergonomics are just ideal. Like every single thing is exactly where you expect it to be. Of course, the ignition's on the left, which I think is like a, a Porsche thing, which I like. It's like little little idiosyncratic. But no, every, everything is like right the way it should be. Very precise, very German. Das Auto is what they say. Now... You also experienced a bit of rain on this journey, which uh, no one likes a torrential downpour, and especially not in a cabriolet. No, that's a time when the cabriolet was up, for sure. Yeah, and also just the canvas roof, not as good at isolating that sound. And you recorded it, which shows how torrential of a downpour it was. So let's jump to that. Let's see how this car does in the rain. So I'm driving through a downpour right now. Um, Luckily, there is wet mode available, so I am in wet mode, and it keeps on telling me, caution, please adjust driving, so we know that this Porsche really cares about us. Wet mode, Patrick. Tell me about wet it. Wet mode. Actually, I, I, I looked up wet mode, and it automatically senses water on the road via sensors in the front wheel wells, alerts the driver, and preconditions the stability control systems of the car for wet conditions. So, yeah, I mean, I saw it was raining. I switched the little thing from sport, where I had it in most of the time, over to wet and handled great. I mean, you know, I was very cautious and didn't do anything crazy, but um, it was really raining. I mean, you heard it. It, yeah. was, it was torrential. But, you know, the car, I felt totally secure. Absolutely. The thing about Porsches, they are not cheap. However, looking at a window sticker of a 911 can make for some good like Jeopardy or a game show approach to figuring out how much the thing costs. I think you're thinking about the Price is Right. Yeah, like a Price is Right game show. It doesn't get better for a Porsche window sticker. And you did exactly that. Okay, so we are in this beautiful 911, and I'm holding the Monroney sticker. Yeah, you could call it a sticker. It's a piece of paper. Eh, sticker. Sticker. And Patrick, you are tasked with guessing the price of this vehicle. You can guess the base price if you want, but you have to say that's what you're guessing. Like when you're playing pool and you point to the pocket. I gotta call my shot. Yeah. Okay. And here, listeners, before the price actually comes out, it's a good time to guess. So you might guess along with us and uh, leave a comment. Let us know how far away from the actual price you were. I'll give you a shout out. Um, so for the base price, I'm gonna. One thing I know is that with Porsches, there's usually a really big disparity between the base price and the total price. So 
I'm going to go low and high. So let's say around 120 for the base price, and then I don't know, like 165 for the total. Okay, so you've just been kicked off the prices, right? What? Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Whoa. You don't even get to spin the wheel. Oh man, what um, is it? 110. $200 for the base price. Okay. So only off by like 10 grand there. Okay. But 132, 120. Wow. Yeah, so maybe it's not as specked out as you thought. The 132 price, not that shocking for a 911 cab. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I thought it was going to be more. I mean, I, I think I just aim high. Uh, there's so much car there, and it's a friggin' 911, but so you, you think that's pretty reasonable? Yeah, for a 911 Cabriolet, I think that's super reasonable. I mean, that's $20,000 in options. Right. Which is, uh, like, like you mentioned in that clip, very easy to do with Porsche. No, absolutely. It's true. I will say that one of those options, if I had any criticism with this car at all, and this is me being extremely nitpicky, I didn't love the seats. And the seats are uh, actually a $3,470 option, the adaptive sports seats, 18-way. That's 18-way. And I was wondering, maybe there was, like, too many positions for it, so I couldn't quite get comfortable. Like, I don't know what it was. Um, but that was one thing. And uh, after driving for a long time, I got out of there. I was like, oh, my God. That was not very comfortable. But I'm also old, and it could have been my sciatica, and I'm not joking about that. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. We're all old at heart, is how I look at it these days. <laughs> as my knees and back are always in pain. But you also, Patrick, you dropped a bit of a hot take, which you also recorded while driving this 911, which we're going to go to right now. All right, I got a scorching hot take. It's actually not any fun driving the 911. Repeat, it's not fun because all I am doing is being scared that I'm driving too fast and that I'm going to get pulled over. So... Uh, whatever you've heard about driving this car being fun, it's a lie. If there's a young person in your life who's really into cars, give them the gift of R&T Crew, the ultimate magazine and subscription box for car-loving kids from Road & Track. Perfect for ages 6 and up, each box includes cool accessories, fun activities, and a magazine chock full of facts, stories, games, and more. Sign up now and receive the all-new Top Secret issue. Just head to rtcrew.com. That's R-T-C-R-E-W dot C-O-M. Now, I don't know if it's quite a lie, but that fear is real. Oh, yeah. Um, it It is so fast. And, you know, I mean, just the acceleration is just mind-boggling. I think it hits 60 in, like, four seconds, maybe? Maybe less? You're just flying, and you look down, and you see a number that I'm not going to say I'm in public over here. Um, and I'm just like, holy crap. Uh, and you, you suddenly, your heart starts beating, you look around for lights. It's kind of not fun. Yeah. And the biggest problem with the Porsche, and this is, this sounds very dumb that it's a problem, is the car's so good and it's so stable, you don't have the visceral feel of speed that Absolutely. comes with uh, death traps that I drive. I mean, this thing is made to just like cruise down the Autobahn at what? Like 120 miles per hour. Easy, easy. Like that's slowing down right that's hanging out in the right lane yeah yeah so i mean it it makes sense and it's uh yeah it, it put a little bit of uh, the fear of god in me it, it's a machine 
that you really have to respect. Well, you need to respect the machine. And on Quick Spin, we try to get to the essence of the machine. That's right. We're at the part of the show where we get to the, you know, the uh, the brass taxi automobile. Why it exists? It's reason d'etre. Patrick, why does this thing exist? Wow. You go deep, man. You go deep. Hey, um, my, my philosophy professors <laughs> would sometimes agree. I don't know what to say. Like, honestly, it's it's sort of like if you love to drive and if you enjoy spirited driving and... You know, if you go to a track sometimes, you could really let this thing do what it's supposed to do, but you still want to have the the fun, the joy of, you know, the top down. It's, that's what it's for. Like, it's, it's. I mean, I, I think I said this at the beginning, but it, it's kind of a perfect car. I, I don't know what to say. It, it And, you know, there's, especially these days, there's cars that have, like, way more horsepower. I think, um... You know, this one's about, it has under 400 horses, which these days is not that many, but you don't need any more. Like it has all of the, all of the speed, all of the acceleration and the handling. We didn't even talk about the handling. It's, it's incredible. Like uh, anything that you like, even like hinted to do, it does. And the road feel is, is tremendous as well. Like you just feel everything going on in a very positive way a driver's car that also likes a little sunshine can you tell that i liked it wesley can you tell i i think you might have enjoyed it a little <laughs> bit yeah it, it and it's uh it's gorgeous blue i you know listen my birthday's in december just something to keep in mind i'll see what i can do um i will see what i can do but with that i think that's a great place to end um, thank you so much, Patrick, for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to head over to the Apple Podcast Store or wherever you get this and drop a review, drop a comment. Let us know what you want to hear about. Got a great note from Jim uh, asking about what he might buy. And we might hear a little Mustang talk coming soon. But until then, thanks for listening. <laughs>